You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, good morning to you. Happy Monday. What a way to start the week. Hello, Catherine Powell. Hello, Carl Bianco, live in studio what, with me. What is this? I feel like it's been months since we've been sitting across the table from Literally, each other. Literally. I don't even know if my mic's on because I don't have to control it anymore. I think it is. I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders, guys. I have a lot of responsibility this morning. Oof. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your work's doubled and I don't have any anymore. Amazing. Oh, it's been so long. I know. And the fact, too, it's not just I'm sharing a studio with you. I'm sharing it with Jack as well. I've never needed Glenn 20 more than right this moment. I know. I know. He's in the studio with us, and I'm really uncomfortable with him being here. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Plenty to get through throughout the morning. Text us in any time, 0404 736 Here's a song that was... Well, getting out there when we were last in the studio yeah. together. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning. For the first time, we're in the same studio since March. Oh, God, and I've forgotten to turn your mic on. Come on, Bianco. No, it's the reunion show. Um, It's very weird. I feel like we're bonding more as a team. Jack was just saying that this is the first time he's heard us speaking raw without us being digitally compressed through radio. Righto then, mate. Get on air for the first time in eight months. No, the the people will basically can wait. And you couldn't even get a clear sentence out. (laughs) Thanks for that. Yeah. Good on you. It's nine hey. months in the wait in the making. Is it eight? Is it nine? I don't know. I I've lost was, track. I don't know. You're Maths probably right. It's a very complicated thing. But hey, there's one thing that hasn't changed. What's that? And that's it's time to reflect on our weekend. Oh, yes. One of my favorite things to do now that we actually can reflect on them again. Oh, yeah. How is yours? Oh, my gosh. Mine was eventful. I had to work both days. Like, long days. Um, But we had a little bit of an 88.3 drinks night on Saturday, which you unfortunately couldn't attend. Sorry, I couldn't be there. But it was a um, Monday breakfast slash Friday drive slash Bayside lunch little combo. And let's just say it was a good bonding experience. Um, I think Jack and I are still feeling a little bit sore and sorry for ourselves. I heard you used Afterpay. You spent that much. Yeah, I didn't even know you could do that. But you should have seen the flex from Mr. Jack Misson. Oh, God. When that bill came and he's like, guys, don't worry, I got after pay. And we're like, whoa, okay. And he just sort of does the classic slide across the table. It was all very impressive. He has invoiced us all individually. And yeah. um, I am running late. I'm sorry, Jack. I figured that would have been what he did. But no, it was a good fun. It was really weird. I'm never out Camberwell way. But you know, he's the kind of guy, you've seen that meme on social media where it says, hey, mate, so great to catch up across the weekend. Can you send me the 30 yeah. cents that I spent on you? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Jack, I will be paying in full. You'll be able to write me up in your little black book as paying in full a little bit later. But how was your weekend, Bianco? Yeah, not too bad. Pretty quiet, really. Yeah. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Caught up with my uncle on Saturday night, who was down from the country. Nice. Now that people can come from yeah. the regional area, so it was nice to see him. Was he able to tell you all about the mystical land of regional Victoria? I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying. Oh, come on. To be honest. It's not nice. No, nah, but we had a good old chat and catch up and caught up with my auntie as well, who I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. So it's a good sort of family reunion of some sorts. Lovely. On the Saturday and then last night just had a quiet dinner with some mates. Very nice. So what? you're able to still fit in some things. Too busy to hang out with us, but you know, we get it. And I was given possibly one of the greatest compliments of my life across the weekend at my workplace. Big call. It was quite nice. Just what did they say? Somebody of note said something really nice to me. Are you going to say what it is? They just said, you're looking well. Oh, 
Oh, well, there you go. So I was and like, you are looking well. That's a win for me. He's in a trio grey jumper today, guys. Very Looking very swish. It's my favourite grey jumper. My lucky yeah. grey jumper, some would say. Oh, well, fingers crossed we have a good show then. <laughs> oh, well, we're off to a good start. I've forgotten to turn your mic on this <laughs> for the weekend wrap. So that's just going brilliantly. Anyway, we had a great weekend. Hope you guys did too. 0404 736. Let us know. What was your highlight? Well, you can tell yeah. us what the worst thing was. Like, we're here for you. Can somebody tell me what's going on with the weather? I'm really confused. It's meant to be cold this week. I'm back in sleeves. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Very restrictive sleeves. They weren't joking when they said it was going to be a La Nina pattern this summer. If I had a dollar for every time you've dropped that, little bit of knowledge in the past few weeks, I wouldn't have to be here. There's a wet season and then there's a warm season. We're apparently going to get the wet season. La Nina and La Nana. Well, it's going to make me go Nana, that's for sure. Hey, I love a good throw-off when I just get put off out of nowhere. Oh, really? And I got pull, uh, pulled. I got, I got through off. <laughs> I got through off. How's that uh, lucky uh, jumper going for you, buddy? I got through off. Not pulled. Thrown off. I got thrown off <laughs> yesterday <laughs> when I was sitting on my train service home. Anyway, so... I was thinking to myself, great, an express train, because the drivers come on the intercom and said, oh, Frankston service uh, to Frankston, express for, to Richmond, and all stations to Frankston. Ooh. And I've heard express to Richmond, I thought, oh, great, it's actually skipping stations yeah. that I've had to think. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I've had to think, and I'm like, so does that mean that the train's going express? <laughs> no. I got so excited. But I got thrown off. Yeah. Because I genuinely thought for a moment there that the train was going to go express. Because they sort of, they said it in a way which convinced me the train was going to be an express service. Yeah, and you got excited. But I got thrown off. I'm sorry to hear that. Not for the first time. See, I have the opposite effect. I never really, I'll use my phone to check what train I should be on. So I don't actually look at what the go is. So when I'm on a train and then it becomes an express and I don't know, that's a good feeling. Do you know what made it worse? What? So I got on a Flinders Street service from Southern Cross because I work around Southern Cross. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got to Flinders Street and when I got to Flinders Street, it was telling me that the Frankston train was going to be on another platform. So I've gone up the escalator. I've gone and looked at, oh, no. <laughs> at the screens to see what platform the train's going to arrive on. It was arriving on the same platform I've just come up from. What I love about that screen, that exact screen you're talking about, is every time anyone goes to check, they've all got the exact facial expression. They've just got the confusion and there's the glare of the times and you're just, you've got your head sort of tilted and you're trying to read it, but you can't really read it. And we all stand in a line and do it. I love it. Yeah, but I don't do it in a sus way. I kind of just gaze up and I'm like, okay, I've seen it and I'm walking. Oh, no, I, I literally stop where I am and just assess the whole board. And just when I thought I couldn't be thrown off anymore on transport for the day. So I've looked outside and there was a lot of works going on throughout the week yep. and across different lines. Anyway, so I think it's as I'm pulling into Richmond, I look to my left-hand side and I see one of the workers yeah, like just standing on the tracks that weren't being used. And to their credit, Metro are all yep. about being responsible around platforms and the surrounds of platforms. Anyway, I don't think it applies to construction workers on train tracks. That was like your bridesmaid's moment. You look out the window and you're like, there's a woman on the wing. It's you. There's a man on the rails. <laughs> there was a man on the rails 
And let's just say he wasn't setting a great example. Did the train marshal come and restrain you because you no, were tripping out? No, no, there was no train marshals, but there was a guy smoking some wacky tobacco. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning, getting your week started the right way here on 88.3. Yeah, we're reunited. It's the reunion special. It's like the housewives. Jack's sitting there. He's Alex Perry. And we're going to really just half in half an hour or so just talk about how we really feel. Yes. And if you've just joined us for the first time since March, we're in the same studio. We are. We're getting used to things again. I'm remembering to turn your microphone on again. Which is a good start. Now, my responsibility, and I'm uncomfortable with our producer sitting with us. Yeah. But that's okay. There you go. He can sit with us. But hey, speaking of reunions. Yes. A family has been torn apart this month, Bianco. Isn't that just every Christmas reunion? Well, that's it. I feel like families should be coming together, but so often, unfortunately, they are torn apart because of Christmas. And... On this occasion, a mother-in-law has allegedly disowned her own do- her own child, sorry, and daughter-in-law after accidentally naming their first child after a person from her past that she absolutely loathes. What, as in like full name or just middle name? So, not knowing the connection, the baby took the middle name of Anne, which apparently her grandma had a run-in in her 20s with a lady named Anne that she didn't like, even though the name Anne is sentimental on the other side of the family. So the daughter-in-law's family had an Anne and they wanted to sort of signify that with the middle name. And the grandma has just lost her mind and was like, nope. So apparently she's blocked her son and daughter-in-law on social media and refuses to look at any photos of baby, whatever her name is, Anne, because it reminds her of this feud from the past. Geez, that's uncalled for. Is it a bit dramatic? Yeah, massively dramatic. Because I th- feel like even though you have a name, like, so for instance, Carl, I wouldn't then go and see another Carl and say, oh, it's exactly like Bianco. You know what I mean? No, because I'm a very rare species. Yeah, because you're spelt with a K. Exactly. That's exactly why. I'm so glad you reassured me, but that was why. Could have gone another direction, but I'm being nice because we're under the same roof. Um, Look, I wouldn't have been mad if you went another direction. It's okay. I just accept it. But yeah, everyone's sort of divided on this because some people are saying it's just a no-go zone. If someone in the family has tea with somebody, you never, ever use a name that they don't like. But at the same time, though, when you're in a situation where that name means something to the other side of the family, do you compromise? And like, do we really care about middle names? Well, do you care about yours? Look, I mean, I don't use it much. As a child, it was personal hell because I had to learn how to spell Catherine and then I'm Elizabeth. And I remember going to grade one in grade one and everyone's middle name was Elizabeth. And one girl was brave enough to ask the teacher how to spell Elizabeth and she got an absolute roasting. She's like, how could you not know how to spell your middle name? So I was like, oh my goodness. Sorry, just abbreviate it. Just go Beth. No. No? But yeah, I don't know. I don't use my middle name much. I like my middle name. Well, if I put all my initials together, you get Cab. And I'm Kep. Cab and Kep for your Monday morning. Kepity Cab. (laughs) But yeah, I just want to know, Bayside, 0404 736 when has there been tea in the family involving names? And also, I just want to know where you're sitting with this, because for me... I think it's a bit much, and so does majority of the internet, because naturally, this lady has brought it to a certain social media platform saying, am I out of line here? And everyone's saying, yeah. I think massively out of line. It doesn't matter what you decide to call your child, I feel like loving one another is what's best. So if I call my son Jack, would you be fine with it? I don't mind. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do when it comes to naming your own child. I just don't ever see you having a child. 
7.30, Carl and Catherine waking you up, getting your week started the right way here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Oh, oh my God, I forgot it again. Oh my gosh, here I was thinking that I you turned me, my mic on when I was mid-speech. Oh. I didn't have to yell at you because you didn't turn me oh. on at all. Still getting my head around. I'm sorry. He's rattled, guys. He's rattled. I've never been more rattled in my life on a radio program. Anyway, speaking of rattled, an Adelaide family got the rattle of a lifetime. A rattleload family. Yeah. Wow, I like where you went there with Thank that. Thank you. You don't often win me over with stuff like that, but you did just then. Something really strange happened to them. Now, it is the season to be jolly. We're officially in December. la 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 Thank you. Everybody is putting up their Christmas trees, being all festive. And what's happened in Adelaide in this lucky family's home is they've realised there's an extra decoration on their tree this year. What? An extra decoration. Oh, that looks a bit fluffy. I haven't seen that one on the on the tree before. On closer inspection, they thought it was just like a stuffed toy. Yeah. They call out to all the family members, guys, who's put a stuffed toy in the tree? Come on. Come who, on, guys. Who has put a stuffed toy there? All we want is lights. We want all the decorations. We don't want stuffed toys to make it look like... It's a fire hazard. Yeah, exactly. Be better. Do better. It's Christmas. Let's not burn the place down yet. Yet. Yes. Anyway, on closer inspection, it turns out it was a live koala. What? A live koala. Wait, was this a fresh Christmas tree? Like a real life? So they've... (laughs) Wait, did they acquire... Like, did the koala come with the tree? Or was the koala just lurking in their backyard and then came in and said, that's a good looking tree, I'm going to make that money? They haven't quite worked it out yet. Oh my gosh. However, it was a live koala, so they had to call the... Services to get the koala oh, removed. Just you wait. All the streaming services are in a bidding war at the moment trying to get the rights of that story. A Christmas koala coming 2021. It's very Australian. Yeah. An Australian Christmas. Gosh, I wish I had a koala in my Christmas tree. You know, that would actually look good on a billboard. A very koala Christmas. And you could have like... It'll be a bit like how we're Carl and Catherine, K and K. Koala and... No, we can't have another K in this team. No, you're right. Yeah. Um... Still amazing. I wasn't implying that we should have another no, K. No. I was just saying that if you put koala on Christmas, it's a good combo. Maybe it could be our second producer. Do you know the what? Christmas koala. Why don't they do Santa and the koalas instead of the reindeers? And probably <gasps> that's a bit animal cruelty, though. We don't want koalas towing Santa. No, and also they can't fly. But then reindeer can't either. No. But they can because they're Santas. Wow. Imagine if you were those reindeer. You'd just be flexing, walking around to those other reindeer, and be like, oh. How's the weather up there? Oh, wait, you're on the ground. Well, when you say it like that, it you know? seems rather harsh, actually. Like, that's an elite crew of reindeer that Santa's got. Yeah, you can say that again. Anyway, I want to know, 0404 what's the strangest thing you found in your Christmas tree? Oh, easy. You've got one? Yep. What did you find? Four-year-old me. In the Christmas tree? Yep. What did you do? Stay in it all year and all of a sudden, hey guys, I know you've missed me for a year. I've no, been stuck in the tree. I will never forget this and neither will my poor mother. I was on the phone. You know how like in every 90s TV show, because that's when we grew up, obviously, yeah. everyone would be on like the landline on their stomach. Like Lizzie McGuire would always be like, hey, Gordo, what's going on? And she's like lying on her bed with her stomach. I was doing that on the couch talking to my auntie because I was a cool four-year-old and I front flipped into the Christmas tree. Can I just say for the record, cool and four-year-old don't go in the same sentence. I appreciate you trying to put them in the same sentence, but it's Yeah, well, not. that's what I'm saying. It didn't work because I ended up in the Christmas tree. How unfortunate. Yeah. And your hair still is spiky to this day. <laughs> 
Hey guys, if you're struggling to find last minute school lunches this morning for your kids, you've woken up and you're like, oh, the lunch boxes. Just get some sushi from your local supermarket. Well, you could do that. Or you could make them the newest, hottest sandwich on the market. Oh boy. It's massive on the mummy bloggers at the moment. Is it banana and peanut butter jelly? It's not, no. Peanut butter? Peanut, jelly. Pe- peanut butter jelly. <laughs> peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat? Yeah, that's it. Um, no, Bianco. May I present to you, and to you, Bayside and Greater Bayside, the two-minute noodle sandwich. Disgusting. Which is out. literally out. <laughs> white, two pieces of white bread. Greta would be disappointed in you. You cook... How the two-minute noodles with How no, no, dare you? But with no flavouring, just plain. Shove it in a sanger. Do you and want to, to choke school. children? Do you want to kill them? Is that their objective here? Because no, well, I think the opposite effect. Because imagine how soggy it would be by the no. time lunchtime comes around. Oh, so you cook you the cook noodles? The noodles. <laughs> I thought you... And you were saying I'm not going to have kids. Wow. You imagine, righto, kids? There you go. No, but I don't know about Mammy you. Mammy noodle sandwich. There were people that used to bring those two minute noodles oh. with different flavoring, and they were all about the flavoring. They wouldn't care about the noodles. They'd just go, ah, yeah, the flavoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck it in their mouths. Mm-hmm. But, but people, in a sandwich, yeah. mm. I knew people in primary school back when you know this trend initially started. Was it twenty years ago? <laughs> when they would crack the noodles open, the two-minute noodles, and they would eat them like without being cooked. No, but you're no, you're forgetting. There was a different snack called Mammy Noodles with the Blue Monster, oh, okay. and you could eat them just straight up. And they were, mm, they were the best. Okay, so that's probably what I'm getting mixed yeah. up with here. Not- Whereas two-minute noodles are the ones that have to be cooked in boiling water, where you'd have to, you'd get them and you'd take them to school, and you'd have to go get boiling water from the canteen. Yeah. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, we actually had a ban in high school, the use of hot water, because too many people created a mess. Oh. That was not good. Well, there you go. But um, yeah, there you go, guys. If you're struggling for lunch, just grab some two-minute noodles, chuck it in some bread. I just want to know how that works, because by the time lunchtime ticks over, that is a soggy sandwich. Do you know what makes a sandwich even soggier? What? When you just put a form of dip in it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I copped that a bit as a child. Really? But oh, you had a gourmet dip sandwich. Good for you. No, no. It's just like caviar and bread. Ex- <laughs> Excuse I'm not talk- me? I'm not talking the caviar as in like... And did Jeez. someone polish your monocle while you ate that? Oh, yes. And I was driven to school in a Rolls Royce. And at the end of the day, I was treated to whatever drink I Mom, like. Mom, I don't want caviar again. No. Mother, that is disgusting. I, I want the want, beluga. I don't want this class caviar. I want caviar from offshore. My gosh. What, did you have a shoot, uh, um, flute of champagne at the same time? I wish I did. I really wish I did. Carl Catherine with you. For the first time since March, we're in the same studio. And we haven't killed each other yet. No. I'm amazed. I'm a little shocked that we haven't. We haven't even had our coffees delivered yet. It's just the vibes in here are keeping us all up and about. See, I've got a bone to pick with the deliverers of coffee. Oh, why? Because there's generally the one organization that we use to get coffees. Yep. And I generally tend to use that organization to get here as well on a Monday. I think they've dropped their game. I really think they've dropped their game. Oh, there's, there's no more drivers on the road. I don't know what happens. As soon as it gets wet, all of a sudden, kapoof, they're gone. 
Yeah, but the thing is, though, driving in wet weather is a different beast in itself. Like, you've got to be, first of all, emotionally ready and you've got to concentrate a lot more. And sometimes when you look at the weather outside, you're like, I don't want to go through that. Look, I don't deny that. I fully respect the fact that in weather that we find ourselves in today, which is not great, only 18 on the way today, you're not really, you know, encouraged to go out and drive. No. Sometimes. Because you're like, ah, it's not a hot day. I don't know if anybody's going to be around. Nah. But I would have thought one of the best services out there to get from A to B, which is the prominent one, would be able to provide a car to you within a reasonable amount of time instead of 22 minutes. Oof. Oof. That's rough. That can get in the bin, quite frankly. We need to bring that back. (laughs) Get in the bin. There's a lot of things that need to get into a bin. Oh, no. Our New Year's special this year, we're going to do a retrospective 2020 get Get in in the the bin. bin. Everything from 2020 is going in the bin. Not the recycling, the bin. It's going out in hard rubbish, never to be seen or spoken of again. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I've spoken to a few people about this, though, and they're, they're experiencing the same thing. They've come to the conclusion that a lot of these drivers that used to provide a service are now actually taking jobs elsewhere because mm-hmm. it dried up during yeah. the, the worst yeah. peak times during what we found ourselves in. And the thing is, too, a lot of drivers are also working on the other services as well. Like, yeah. you'll often find that they've got a couple of different bumper stickers. Oh, look, there, there is a few out there, and yeah. they're all good. There's no bad one out there. They're all just as good no. as, as each other. However, when it's early in the morning and you want to get a ride from A to B, particularly in my situation when I want to get a ride from home to here. Tough. I I got here narrowly today. You ran in. And the best part was you could hear the pressure was getting to Bianco because we have a coding system and we could hear him trying to beep himself in. (laughs) It was like you were trying to Morse code your way into the studio. I actually was. I genuinely was. Like, no joke. (laughs) I, I always seem to forget my code when I'm in a rush. Oh, yeah, me too. I always seem to, conveniently enough, forget my code how to log into work, so I can't clock on. It's convenient. That's unfortunate for you. Yeah. And what are you doing about that? Not much. Oh, good Just chat. Just stare at it and go, oh, well, I'll try again tomorrow. That's okay. We'll get you out of that job one day. No offense, but I don't really think you shoot. You shoot? You suit the shoot. 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 You I shoot. I don't think you suit the, sh- the shoe industry. Anyway, I'm going to sew. That was poor. <laughs> Coffees. Anyone? Car delivery service. <laughs> Coffee. Shit. Feel the focus well. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. That was Hermitude there featuring Daniel Beddingfield, Spotlight. Love it. Oh, I forgot <laughs> it. <sighs> you know what I love about it, though, is that normally the first word I say coming back isn't my strongest, but because it takes a little while for my mic to be turned on, I can really rethink how I do stuff. It's like the dress rehearsal. Can you, just, can you do me a favor when we're coming back? Can you just wave at me? No, I'll do how we got trained in radio, and we'll say, mic's on, everybody, mic's on. God. We'll sit in silence for two minutes, but Mike's on. Eight months has done this. Nine months, whatever it is. It's been a long time. I love it. Producer Jack's going to have to do the old-fashioned TV thing. Three, two, one, and point. He does that every day anyway with us. We should pay attention to him. We really should. We'll be hearing from him a little bit later, actually, which is exciting. Well, because he can be on air now. He can actually say something. We've got Jack on tap. Hit a button and there he yeah, is. Yeah, we're allowed three people in the studio here for the first time since March. The squad's all here. And it's incredible. We only have three in our team. Yeah. And that's it. Imagine if we had another one. That would be sad. Yeah, that'd be rather unfortunate. One would be left out. 
And we'd make the difficult decision, but easy decision to let Jack be the one that gets left out. Because he, he does have receptionist training here as well. He's versatile. So. Yeah, we miss him getting on the phones. Yeah. Taking all the phone Speaking calls. Speaking of, you can actually give him a call. Nine zero eight eight six four double six. What was that number again? Nine zero eight eight six four double six. Yes, or text us in any time on O four O four Triple Zero Seven Three Six. Or if you want to get onto Jack, his number is O four four eight. Just kidding. Hey, I did that. I learnt my lesson. Um anyway, last week we had a discussion about Christmas movies yeah. and there being so many out there. We actually were saying before we should make our own The Christmas Koala based off what happened in Radelaide. But I watched a little special on Friday night involving the one and only Queen of Christmas herself, Mariah Carey. Yes. That she did with a certain streaming platform. And I just want to say, Bayside, if you can find 30 minutes to sit down and watch it, you've got to. Yeah. It's just such an experience. There is... Like, there's no better Christmas carol. There isn't. But there's conspiracy theories, Bianco. What's that? That she's photoshopped her head onto somebody else's body. What, for her Christmas stuff? For her Christmas special. Obviously, this is all just talk online. But she is looking... Like, it's Mariah Carey. She always just looks incredible. Everyone just fades into the background. Why would she have to do that for? I don't know. This is just what people are saying. But she looks incredible. She always does. But she's in these, like, little teeny tiny Christmas outfits. And she's got all these celebrities in it. And then her kids are in it, which is crazy. She has kids? Yeah. Yeah, she has twins. Oh, I didn't realize. And so it's amazing because... I know she has twins. Hey, you don't say that. Go on. Um, anyway, she, um, in the opening credits, when they show all the superstars who are in the special, it's like Mariah Carey, obviously, and then all the other people, and then it's like Morocco and whatever our other kid's name is, because they're M's, and then, yeah, they start throughout the whole thing, and it's all about Mariah Carey trying to bring back Christmas magic. So, Santa's having an issue, and they're like, what do we do? And then there's a bedazzled little smartphone in an emergency glass case. They smash it, and guess who's on the other line? James Packer. Mimi herself. And she comes and saves the day. And it's just incredible. I live for it. But I just, like, imagine living her life. She's just got this amazing platform, and she does her things. Did a humble little brag in between. Like, Mariah Carey's done so many things. Just live for it. And guess what? We're not playing her song, because <sighs> in my book, it's still a little too early to play a bit of Mariah. Grinch. We've got a few seconds in anyway. But we're going to the 8 o'clock news, and after that, Monday Motivate, the whole yeah. lot. What we love on a Monday. We might to be the hearing news. from Mariah again, actually. Motivate. Oh, God. It's time for this. Oh, yeah. Where we just motivate you to get your week kicked off the right way. Yeah, you know the drill, guys. I pick somebody that I think's motivational. Bianco just does a whole heap of quotes. Miscellaneous, we call you. Misc. Yes. That is me in a nutshell. I am Mr. Misc. Now, obviously, off the Christmas special that dropped on Friday, Mariah Carey is our gal today, guys. Because if you want to channel anyone this week, it's Mimi. Yes, and I'm really glad to hear that she has twins. Yeah, which Jack did correct me, Morocco and... Mariachi? Come on, Jackie did... Oh, turn Jack on. Morocco and Monroe. Monroe. Apologies to Thank Monroe. you, Manuel. Miguel. All right. First quote from Mariah to kick off Motivate for the Week. I don't think anyone knows as much about what's right for me as I do. That's not bad. Yeah. 
It's not bad at all. Out of difficulties grow miracles. Oof. Oof, that hits. That that hits deep. You really need to look inside yourself to find your inner strength and say, I am proud of for who I am and I just want to be myself. And why wouldn't you if you're Mariah Carey? It is never too late to be what you might have been. Oh, I like it. If you ever wanted to change that career out there, you're like, you know what? Stuff it. I want to be a clown. Then oh, I already am. Go and be that clown. I disregard time. You don't see me wear a watch. I don't have birthdays. Nothing is impossible. The world itself says I'm possible. That's an Audrey Hepburn and I like it. Ah, you did. You picked up on that. Uh, yeah. I'm across Audrey. Good on you. All right, last one. When you feel like hope is gone, look inside you and be strong. And you'll finally see the truth that Bayside, a hero, lies in you. You ought to know your mark. No, you're not. Sorry, but the last one that I will bring to you today. When you have a dream, you've got to grab it and never let go. Yeah, tackle it, guys. Tackle it. Grab tackle it by the dream. horns. Grab it by the horns. You can do this. And I that's why we don't quote you on Motivate. I have faith in everybody. What was that? Faith in everybody. Go have faith. Bianco just aged about 30 years. Stick it right up him. <laughs> that's what we're going with on a Monday morning. Hey, that's not what the motivate sort of way is. It's but motivational. It is highly motivational, that quote. Shout out to all the um, footy players that just got triggered so hard just then by that one coach that just never believed in them. And of course, you can text your motivational quotes to us on 0404 Yeah, what's your motto for the week? This one's from our boy, Dane. Whatever you do, always give 100% unless you are donating blood. Hey, look, I know you sort of had a little laugh earlier when I said I had caviar in my sandwich. Caviar. But just when you thought that I was a privileged child, I read a story over the weekend about another even more privileged child. Richie Rich. Well, he was heavily privileged and he was also a fictional character. So best of luck to you, Richard, if you have ever grown up to become a man. Good luck existing. Anyway, there is a lovely PR person in Sydney by the name of Roxy Jasenko. I know where you're going with this. Yes. And look, she's done a lot of great stuff. Oh, yeah. She's got like six businesses or something ridiculous. Superstar up yeah. north. And good on her. Self-starter as well. Amazing. But she's done something that's a little on the controversial side. Yeah. And no, it's not the disagreement with Candace Warner. It's buying... Which her- is iconic, I must say. <laughs> it's buying her child a car... Pixie. Is that her name? Yeah, Pixie. Bless you. Pixie and Hunter. Bless you. Thank you. She has purchased a car of high value for her eight-year-old daughter. Yes. Now, I'm not fully across this story. Is this because the daughter wanted to be driven around in this car? So, technically, it's a gift for Roxy? Because if that's the case, genius. Or are we leaving this car for when she turns 18? she has just bought the car for her child. Yeah. The child is eight. So it's another eight years before they can legally start driving it mm-hmm. as a learner. Yep, learner. I don't know if it's when you're 17 or 18 you get your license in New South Wales because some different states. Yeah. But regardless, it's going to be at least another 10 years before she can drive this car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. How, how do you see that? Look, I mean, I think it. every family does their own thing, you know, and 
I think seeing it from on social media, we're seeing it at the surface. You don't know. Maybe it is actually Roxy's car and Pixie just liked it. And they were like, you know what? We'll pick Pixie's car. Because I think she does have a few cars anyway. She's got a few Birkenbergs. She's got heaps very of fancy. cars. Heaps of cars. So I don't think, like, I'm sure the headline was twisted a little bit and they said they bought it for Pixie. But I don't know. I don't think that. I think there's bigger issues to worry about than whether or not it's Pixie's car or not. Look, I'm to not. To be honest, I'm not mad, but no. that's a lot of responsibility buying a car of that Ooh, note yeah. for an eight-year-old mm-hmm. who won't be able to drive it. And one thing that I considered as well yeah. is the value of that car goes down over the years. But well, true. But Pixie, as far as I can remember, I remember I had to do a lot of research on Roxy for an internship I was doing. We were interviewing her. Yeah, and I know Pixie has her own business. She sells like hair bows and it does really, really well. Look, so I, it not, could be money from that. I'm, we don't know I'm guys. not denying the fact that she's probably just yeah. as good an entrepreneur as her mother, Pixie, young Pixie, but owning a car like that at the age of eight, my God, Pretty impressive. Imagine rolling up to school. Some people have just gotten off their training wheels and she just rolls up in her car. You can imagine how she'd rock up. She'd probably be blurring the next episode. Dun, dun, dun. You know, Snoop Dogg. Da-da-da-da-da. Put the two and two together. No, she's too cool for that. Yeah, she'd probably be No, blown. she'd be doing what she'd be doing in the back. She'd be filming a TikTok while she's getting driven in her own car. Yeah. Because both those kids are influencers. They're really famous online. I've had enough. We're reunited. But I made a new friend yesterday. And it feels so good. I'm glad you think that. No, it's great. It's great. But I, obviously, at the moment... Peak retail season. I was just trying to be polite. Is the Christmas series. The Christmas series. That's what I actually call it. It's not a test series like cricket. It's the retail (laughs) series. It's a series of unfortunate events. It actually is. So at the moment, I'm I'm sort of calling myself the roving retailer because I'm going from centre to centre working. And anyway, I'm working in department stores at the moment. Are you the Christmas pixie? I am the Christmas pixie. Oh, great. I am. Thank you. But I wish I was the other pixie that we were just talking about and got a fancy new car. But, you know, it's fine. I'm fine. Anyway, so I finished work yesterday. And where I'm working at the moment is um, very popular and it's very hard to get a car park. Might might start with CNN in Chadston. Yes, that's it. Um, It is the fashion capital for a reason. And if you don't get there... Hours before your shift, you will not be driving a car. Anyway, so I'm leaving and where I parked my car was at another department store. So I had to leave the department store I was working at and go through this other one to get to the car park. I don't think they'd appreciate that. And I finished like working and I was on my phone because I had so much to catch up on. I can't have my phone on while I'm working. Yeah, we were talking away, Jack and I. Yeah, I know. I was missing out on the quality banter. So anyway, I'm looking at my phone. Did you say quality banter or quality... Banter. Santa. Wow, funny you say that. I was on my phone being one of those people who isn't looking where they're going when they're walking. And you know when you're about to crash into someone and you see it in your peripheral vision? That's unlike you. Had to look up and as I've gone to walk in, bang, straight into Santa. Bang. And I go, oh my goodness, Santa, I am so sorry. Because obviously you don't want to... He said back to you, ho, ho, ho. You You definitely don't want to annoy Santa. But then I just saw the most incredible thing I've ever seen. What? Santa, obviously, is also working in a department store. They only pick the most magical people to work in department stores, obviously. Yeah. And Santa's manager comes running over as I'm apologizing to Santa, like, please, manager, let me have my moment. I just want to let him know what I want for Christmas. But no, I couldn't even have that. Santa forgot his mask. 
because obviously things are changing and we don't have to wear them as much anymore, but still in retail you have to wear a mask. Santa's left his photo shoot without his mask on and has started walking through the centre without a mask. Santa's manager comes at him and starts yelling in the middle of the department store, Santa, where is your mask? And Santa exclaims quite concernedly, oh my goodness, I forgot my mask. Santa snubs me and goes and gets his mask. And I just stood there. I was like, oh, like it was the most chaotic thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Like even just seeing someone try and take down the good man Santa just was not on in my book. But it was just, it was very hectic, Bianco. It sounds it too. Is is you okay? Is Santa okay? Look, I mean, I think I need to go when I go back to work this week, check in with Santa, just make sure he's okay. Because you don't like getting yelled at by your boss. And I was under the impression that Santa didn't have a boss. So it was all very confusing for me as well. Everything I thought I knew is a lie, apparently. It was just a lot to deal with. It sounds like a lot to deal yeah. with. Yeah. But you live to tell the tale, and that's the main thing. And hopefully Santa will still I hope Santa the lived to... Yeah. That's... Yeah. Because the thing is, true, it's a big ass. Santa's got a lot of beard. He does. A lot of beard. So he, he needs to have... I have noticed, actually. It's yeah. quite amazing. They have you, to... Did you get stuck in his beard? No, I didn't. I did not. Um, I have a good joke there, but I'm not going to go there. Um... No, they've actually had to make really long Santa beards because it's too much with his beard. It's amazing. I know. Because of the social distancing element to taking photos, they have to have it long enough where the child can still rub it. A beard. Oh, were you that weird kid that used to rub Santa's beard? Is that what you're just announcing? No, I wasn't that weird. You kid. did. You while you were having your photo, you were braiding it. No, I was. You were. I was the kid at home where mum and dad used to say, "Righto, we're going for the annual Santa photo." I'd say, "Ah." Not Santa. <laughs> I was that kid. I am actually going to put up on the socials the first photo of me and Santa. I'm Have, happy to do the same. Mine, I was so confused. It's a tiny me looking at him like this. Hey, do you know what the good news is? What? I'm going to my grandmother's house and she's got it on her piano, right. so I'll take a photo of on it. On her piano? On her piano. You're just getting richer and richer by no, the second. No, no, it's just in the back room and it's a nice little Do you play um, Christmas carols on the piano? Yeah, I do. You're actually like a Disney movie. I know. I am all in one. Forget the um, Christmas koala. It's going to be the Bianco festive special. I am the Christmas koala. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking about coming in prematurely, I just did then. Miami. (laughs) The best part was the little ooh. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what you get. It was too busy salsa dancing around the studio that... um. We just... Jack took his shirt off. It got epic. I'm glad he's come back down. Yeah, a bit it patchy out. on the fake tan, producer Jack. We can work yeah, on that. A little light on. It's 23 minutes to 9 o'clock. Carl and Kathleen with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. Hey, have you got a particular part of your body that you take extra care of more than other parts? Like I mean, I spent a lot of money on skincare. So anything on the face, I would say. Hey, I realised something on that. You know how you told me I needed to use the SP- SPF style? Yeah. yeah. Have you done it? Turns out my moisturiser actually is that. Good. See, that's why you're glowing. I realised that the other day. Wait, but what? Um, how much SPF? 50 plus? I think it was only 30. Oh, no, you need 50. That's, it's good enough anyway. Nah, I'm 50. happy with it. The reason why I ask is because a Brazilian model has told the story of how she likes to expose her lady bits to the sun to boost her libido. Now, you're probably wondering, oh, that sounds a bit interesting, but it is allegedly good to give you more energy. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure Gwyneth Paltrow did an article on this because she's really into exploring all this stuff on goop.com. Sorry? Goop is Come her again? website. Goop. Goop. Goop.com.au or .com because she's in America. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, and I have heard of this before, but like, I just feel like that's just a lot of time. And obviously, she has amazing skin where she doesn't burn. Imagine that. But, but, like, I got sunburnt because I was trying to energize myself. Would, you wouldn't sit in your backyard and expose your lady bits to the sun, would you? I don't. I go out into the sun for two seconds and I burn. So, no, I'm a vampire. I cannot be out in the sun, like, ever. I mean... I, I'm, I'm all for the libido, all right? Like, I'm sure it's great, you know, you, good vibes and whatnot, but it's, I, I don't think I'd be going outside at Starkers in the sun being like, Ugh! Imagine the neighbours, they're like, oh, well, it's that time again, everybody, close the curtains. Oh, there's a guy fall short of the mark again. <laughs> but it's just, I always have a thing, when I hear stories like this, Someone obviously had to come up with an idea in the first place to research this. And, like, I just want to know where the idea comes from. Like, this sounds like a good idea. This is going to work. I know. It didn't remotely sound like a great idea to me at all. I don't think there's any science that proves this. No. (laughs) And I wouldn't encourage you to go outside Starkers and just enjoy the sun for a few hours. But this is what I'm saying, guys. The Gwyneth Paltrow website, you learn so much of this sort of stuff because that's all they do. They look at all these natural sort of things that make you feel better. And some of the products that they sell is nuts. I I reckon we're going to have to get Dr. Sally in to talk about it again. Look, I mean, I think that would be an interesting conversation. It would be. Sally, have you heard of people going outside in the nude and tanning their privates? But see... This is coming from a very, very shallow place here. Your tan lines would be awful. Like, you would have to commit to a full tan. Like, you'd have to be completely naked because otherwise, your tan would be, like, torso down. The image I saw of this model in question, she was completely naked. Okay. Because, yeah, you just... Tan lines and... There's nothing healthy about a tan. Always artificial tan, guys. But, yeah, it's just not worth it. It'd look like... Yeah, no. It's... Interesting. So, I'm taking you're not going to go out starkers and... I know. don't think it's for me. Okay. However, if anybody does it, I would love to hear whether you do feel more energized. 0404 I feel like coffee's working for me personally. Yeah. So, I wouldn't have to. But yeah, I'd love to hear what people say. If you do do it, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. 0404 How long have you been doing it for? And how does it go for you? Do you feel like you get more energy from doing it? But more importantly, where did you find out about this? And what inspired you to do it in the first place? If you've got a body hack, let us know. It's as simple as that. When did you realize something wasn't quite right? Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we'd be able to resonate with this topic because a TikToker over in the US decided, because it must be a big thing over in the States. They don't do it here as much. A lot of fast food places have a Christmas menu. And they do like milkshakes and coffees oh. and all that sort of thing. Can I just say, I decided to try a Christmas menu the other day. Is it from the place that I think you're talking and about? I'm not going to do it again. Gingerbread latte. Oof, love it. No, no. I've even heard like gingerbread alcohol out there too. I bought it. It's amazing. Did you? It's so good. Anyway. I'm glad you endorse it. No, but... It's Monday morning. Let's not talk about it. (laughs) I decided to have something off a Christmas menu. Never again. Oh, no. I love that stuff. But anyway... It's too Christmassy. So... Too much eggnog or something. Oh. Anyway, so this girl decided to get this new coffee that's coming out and it's like caramel, vanilla, like all the flavors in one drink, which is not good for you. 
and she decided to film her reaction on TikTok. So she goes through the drive-thru, gets the drink, goes and sets herself up, starts filming. And she takes a sip, Bianco. And her first thought, so she takes a sip and she's tasting and trying to navigate the flavors. Mm. And then she realizes that this drink that has three different flavorings in it. Is a bit nutty? Has no taste. Oh. So she takes another sip. Is she the senseless Santa? And she goes, why can't I taste anything? She's like, oh, guys, this is rubbish. It doesn't taste like anything. And then the penny dropped. What is a symptom of COVID? No sense of taste. You can see the moment that she realizes and she takes a third sip and then she goes on the TikTok, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Do I have COVID? No, 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 So she puts the drink down, goes and gets tested. The next day she has a follow-up. So, guys, um, thank you so much for watching um, my my taste test of this drink. I actually do have COVID. Um, I wouldn't have known unless I did this video, so technically thank you. You've helped me keep everybody safe. And this is where I impose a ban on you from mentioning that social media site ever again. It's crazy, but you could just see the moment. If you mention that social media site again on this show for the rest of this year, I'm out. Oh, but I'm obsessed with I it. I don't care. I'm out. <sighs> Talk tick. Not even that. Tic tac, fine. Talk tick, no. What about clock tick? Well, there is one clicking right now. Yeah. And you're using up some valuable time of my own by bringing up this pointless social but media I just site. thought it was amazing. If you can find the video, guys, it's very easy Don't to find. Watch it's making it. news. That's a sad story. We want positive She's stories fine. this time no, we, Let me just preface it in saying, well, I've already told the story. But still, she is fine. She's healthy. Her family and friends are all well. But it just goes to show you've got to be alert at all times. But the fact that she actually smacked down this drink in the first two sips, saying it's so overrated, it tastes like nothing, and then all of a sudden, bang. Amazing yeah. stuff. Oh, oh. I am a man. Ladies and There's a bit of news for you. That's the meaning of life, 42. Oh, oh. Okay, now I'm holding up oh, this person. Oh. And once again, I sincerely apologise for what you're about to listen to. Yes, the man, the myth, the missing. Oh, who would have thought we'd get to a point in this year where we could have him on, not over the phone? Look, I know there is another intro for Mondays, but I just thought it's so long since we've heard that, that we had to play it. And I also maybe couldn't find the other one. But I'm not going to say that. It's pretty upsetting, but that is iconic. Jack missing everybody. Hello, friends. Can we just say too, this is your first time in studio, but you have been such a legend and sat out in our reception this Mm. whole time producing us. You've had to walk in and out of every studio and close all our doors. How has it been to not get yelled at to close the door? Well, to be fair, I'm usually shutting the doors late anyway, so... Yes, we noticed a lot of the time. Yes, Because you would shut that door and all of a sudden we would just be in fits of laughter. Because sometimes you would even, you know, let a little pop-off go as you left the studio. Excuse me? Let some gas out of a place that we probably didn't really ask for it to be left from. I thought it was a bit sus that you said you wanted Jack's segment back. Now we know why. You just wanted to roast him. Yeah, of course. But, Missin, how have you been? Bayside, I think, and Greater Bayside, that's the most feedback I've gotten throughout this whole thing is not, oh, wow, you and Carl are so great. It's, where's Jack? How's he going? We miss him. I don't understand why Bayside and Greater Bayside miss me. It's... It makes no sense. Well, they didn't miss you, though, because no. you had certain cameos. You filled in for me a couple of times. 
A and I, of times. I thank you for Not that. Not during um, COVID, though. No. We were always in the same studio. Were you? Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, still, you filled in for me a couple of times. Mm. And you also filled in for Nat when Nat was yeah. a part of Nat and George. I did, yes. A couple of weeks ago. Or a couple of months two ago. Two hours of radio you didn't send mm. an apology to our program manager about. But that's oh, okay. no, don't worry. I haven't listened to the show again. Like I... No, no, no. Nor has the program manager. No, you, you listened to the first five minutes and said, well, I'm glad it's only for one week. Mm. One week only, he's but giving, hey. He's giving us a thumbs down right now. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. But hey, this segment, although we played the wrong intro, is Don't Worry Be Jackie, it where is. you normally find something, because you, you can be a ray of sunshine, but you can Thank also, you. and I say this with love, can be the pettiest person I know. Excuse me? And this is the segment where you bring something. Sorry, you said pettiest. Pettiest, stingiest. Um. Hey, hey, we don't want to lose him. We still love him. Uh, but what, what's your issue this week? Look, I, I was really hoping not to tear the team apart first show back. Well, you've already done that. Into the studio. Yeah, yep. I know. But I just wanted to say that, Carl, my friend, you're fantastic on the social media. Your gift game is fantastic. Oh, wow. I can take. Okay. So is this why. Are you complimenting me all of a sudden? It's not as if I run our socials. It's fine. No, you're. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's. You're okay? You're fine? <sighs> Your gift game is fantastic. However, your punctuation, on the other hand... Whoa! Okay, now suddenly I'm on site. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> it is one of the most frustrating things to look at. Now, you are the only person I know who leaves a space in between the end of the word and an exclamation mark. Please explain to me why you do that. What's wrong with that? It is so... Catherine can back me up here, and even if you don't, just fake it to you. Make I it, right? don't want to disappoint you, Jack. I haven't noticed, to be honest. Right. So, can you fix that, please? Because it's really annoying for me. Oh, I knew this is a good idea. Mm. I love the fact that the both of you just cut each other off straight at the news. Amazing. No, Jack, I'm really grateful for you providing me with feedback. I always take feedback well. And that is noted. Do you, yeah, do you? That's do you take Did you hear noted. the little um, whimper in his voice in? I take feedback. Well. I know. It's Just okay. Created my own auto tune. Well. Well. That's right. Yeah. That should be a segment in itself. Jack gives feedback to both of us and we just see how we go. That segment's not going to last. I'm probably going to be booted from the studio within one segment. No, you're, you know what? I'm actually really enjoying the fact you're back on air with us. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It just feels like everything's right in the world again, you know? Mm, certainly does. Certainly does. And the fact right. that you don't yell at me through glass anymore is just nice. No, and I haven't yelled at you at all today, have I? I know. See, it's just a different energy. Oh, uh, no. I came in. I was a bit bitter because you gave me coffees late. Okay. Enough out of you. Right Thanks, missing. Yep. Thanks for that. You See clearly, you later. You're clearly fine. Okay, there we go. That was Jack missing everybody. Great hey. to have him back. We've got to get out of here. We don't even have time to talk about what we've learned today I because know. Jack took up all of our time. Way to go, And Jack. that's not unlike him. Coming up after 9 o'clock is Colin with a newsman and his music. He chats with the new mayor of Port Phillip, Councillor Louise Crawford. His other special guest will be Professor Stephen Turner from the head... Uh, from the head, from he is the head of the Department of Microbiology at Monash University. The topic being COVID nineteen. Where to from here? Kapow! Have a wonderful week. You too. We'll see you at four o'clock on Friday, guys. Take care. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on eighty-eight point three Southern FM.